0: Hi there! You're listening to the Crunchy Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Rosie, traditional Catholic wife and mother, bringing you messages of hope and encouragement during these crazy times that we're in. Here we'll talk about faith, motherhood, and natural living, but also all the areas in between. I want to help you not just survive motherhood, but thrive in it. In this day and age, we have so many resources at the tip of our fingers if only we put in the effort. I am a firm believer in personal development and always striving to put our best foot forward. Sometimes that means the more technical matters like baby wearing or sleep training, but it also refers to the most important matters such as prayer life and living out the truths of our Catholic faith. While all these resources are nice, I also know that it can be a bit overwhelming knowing where to even begin. That's why I'm here, to help you find the balance between all the things that come with mom life while also living out your Catholic faith in a way that is pleasing to God and effective to the development of your soul and the souls of your children. After all, that's why we're here. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Crunchy Catholic Podcast. It has been a minute And I know it feels like I say that almost every time, but this time it truly has been, I'm pretty sure, several months, which is just probably the longest it's ever been. Um, There's been a lot of life changes. And as I'm sure you can already guess from the title of this episode, that is going to be a little bit what this episode is going to be about. Uh, Not to say that this episode is going to be just me sharing about my life, but it's a little bit more of insight and overall, like my take on some things I've learned in the recent couple of months, as well as how it perhaps can help you in your season of life, or even just having a better understanding of others' uh, seasons of life. So the title of the episode, Is It Easier to Be a Stay-at-Home Mom or a Working Mom? Now, a little background of my history with being either a working mom or stay-at-home mom. When I first had my first baby, Um, We were blessed to be home full-time for the first few months, and then due to needing some extra income, I started nannying for a little while, and that was actually a really good uh, blessing at the time. It just really worked out, not to say it was easy, um, but we were able to you know, still be together and still bring somewhat of a part-time income by watching kids for others. Uh, We did a little bit of families that we had found through care.com and then a couple other families were like families that we already knew because we just put the word out there that we were looking to do nannying. So that worked out really nicely for a while. And then when she was about a year and a half, uh, not quite, more like 15 months old, um, I actually went back to work full time, kind of traded roles with my husband for a little bit. So he was home while I went to work just because I came across a really good opportunity in my career field of hospitality management. And that Transition originally was very, very challenging just leaving her. It was so weird because we had never been apart like for more than a few hours. So that was really hard to get used to. But once I got used to it and once I was working, I actually looked back at that time and I I actually really enjoyed working. Um, It was very low stress because she was simply at home with my husband. So it's not like I was getting her out the door to a babysitter. It's not like I really had much of the mom guilt of her being with someone else. So that was pretty good. And that kind of gave me a perception of like, oh, working moms, like in a lot of ways, it's easier because, you know, you just have your kid watched and you come home and life is good and yada, yada. And then after that, I was home for another little while and I did a little bit of nannying within that and I definitely hit some seasons of like, okay, being a stay-at-home mom is definitely harder. I don't know why I was always comparing, but I just was. I was like, oh, is it harder to be stay-at-home mom or is it harder to be working? Um Obviously, there's so many factors like when you're not working, perhaps there's more of a financial burden that wouldn't necessarily be there if you were working um, and so on and so forth. So for the next couple of years, by then I had two kiddos. Uh, we did some nannying, and some of those seasons of nannying were actually really stressful. We had a couple times where I just took on more than I should have, and it was really difficult to not be able to give my kids like the full attention that I wanted to because we were watching other kids as well, so those were seasons of it being challenging, and then Uh, After that, so now having three children, I'm kind of going through this pretty quickly, but in most recent times, so a few months ago is when I, after being home slash nannying for a solid three years, I now went back to work a couple of months ago. To a full-time job, it's a it's a salaried position, so I'm at work a lot, and it is a, a huge learning curve of my uh, responsibilities at work. So it's definitely not, you know, like a walk in the park. I mean, I've had jobs before where it was just really easy. I was a bank teller once, and it was it was just something that very, came very easy to me. So that was something that wasn't really challenging. Um, what I do now is definitely like there's definitely a challenge there. So it has been the biggest, biggest like learning curve and adjustment of my entire life, Uh, just learning so much stuff at work. And then the biggest like difference from when I worked previously to now is that my husband is also still working full time. And I know some of you might be listening to this like, gee, Rosie, so many couples work full time always for us, this is the first time we've ever tried pulling this off. So it's just a lot to have You know, our kids are five, three, and almost one uh, to be having either someone coming over or we bring them somewhere. So we don't have them in daycare. Um, We bring them. We're very blessed to have some family members and some friends. But being that it's busy summer months, like everyone has such varying availability. So literally every single week, I'm like messaging a bunch of people to figure out who my babysitters are going to be for the next week. So every day, it's like my brain is packed with work stuff kids stuff, babysitter stuff, regular life stuff, so many different things. And so I would say looking at it all some of the pros and cons of, you know, being a working mom, yes, you get that break from your kids and you get that sense of fulfillment that you're like contributing to society and putting your skill sets to use, you know, your degree to use. I am back in uh, the hospitality industry. It's actually hospitality within senior living. So that is something different and something extra rewarding in its own way. So that has been really awesome and really like satisfying to be able to do. But again, it's been a big learning curve. So pros and cons of, you know, working mom is, yes, you get that little break from your kids, but then it's also like such slim time that you have with them, at least for me it is. So at the beginning of the year, I actually had like a weekend job where I was at an apartment complex on the weekends. And that was almost like the best of both worlds because I was only gone a couple days a week and it was short days. It was actually a really nice little break for my kids. And I actually think it was really good for my mental health. Whereas now the job that I have, um, you know, I like the job. I'm good at it. It it makes me fulfilled to be good at it, but I am honestly away from my kids. Um, so, so, so much. It's a decent little commute. And so the days that I'm working, I truly only have about an hour or two at home after I get home from work, um, before they have to go to bed. So That has been a huge sacrifice and a huge adjustment. Some parents, some moms, I think that doesn't really affect as much. And I am here to say that that's totally fine. Maybe that's even a blessing because maybe that makes it easier for you to be able to sustain working. Um, For me, being away from them that long, even though I'm a couple months in now, I haven't gotten used to it. Like, it's still just as hard. Um, So those are kind of some pros and cons to working, obviously the biggest pro that I didn't mention being, you know, the financial aspects. Like we're in an economy where a single income for a family is honestly really hard to come by, like in a, in a way that's actually going to be adequate, not in a way that's just like putting you further in the red. (laughs) And so then looking at pros and cons of being a stay at home mom, Obviously, I loved, loved, loved when I was at home with my kids. However, I am here to honestly say now that I have like the retrospect of now I'm not home with them, I look back and in a lot of ways, it saddens me that I almost, I almost feel like I didn't appreciate it because I did not know that it was going to change uh, so drastically and so suddenly. I mean, I guess I did because I was obviously looking for a job because we knew that it was necessary, but I just didn't really think about how much time I actually would be away from home. Um, So it's it's really weird looking back and thinking, man, I had all that time and it didn't feel like it. Like it didn't feel like I had all that time because I was always worried about, Like cleaning or doing certain things instead of just, I don't know. I'm trying not to guilt myself too much about it, but what my kind of point with that is, is that I think a lot of times people tend to think about, you know, the grass being greener on the other side. And when you're at home, it's like, oh, it would be so nice to have a break and be working. And when you're working, you think, oh, it would be so nice to just be home. And looking now that I have all of this variety of experiences working while my husband's watching my kid or working while someone else is watching my kids or being home or being part-time working or nannying and being home, all the different varieties, I am here to say, finally concluding with the fact that it's all hard. None of it is easy. It is all hard. I am here to honestly say that I don't think one is harder than the other, at least not as black and white as one being harder than the other. I think there are so many different factors because before I started this recent job, I used to think that working moms had it easier. I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna admit it. I felt that working moms had it easier. Not to say that I wanted to be a working mom. I enjoyed being home, but I truly felt that being home Was harder because of the constant like overstimulation and overwhelm, and you know, needing to do all the things and not really having a break from your kids, and yada yada. Whereas now that I'm working and I'm taking them somewhere every day, or having a babysitter coming over and trying to do literally all the housework at like the late hours of the night, that to me is the hardest season that I've ever had. Um, So now I can look and say, okay, it really actually matters on all the other factors. And the factors being not just your situation about like who's watching your kids or how old are your kids or where are you working or how much are you working? Do you like your job? Are you good at your job? Is it a long commute, a short commute? All of those factors, yes, they do matter, but what I honestly, honestly think is the biggest factor the biggest like deciding factor of what's going to make one lifestyle easier than the other is literally your outlook and your perspective and your willingness to do your best at whatever it is you're being called to do in that current season of your life and i'm i'm saying this in like real time of just now kind of having this epiphany of thinking that, like literally just now as I'm recording this, that came to me and I'm like, you know what? It is what you make of it. Because when I look back at being a stay-at-home mom, the seasons that were easier and more joyful were the seasons when I was fully like trying to give give it all to God and let go of the control and say, hey, my house may not be perfectly clean and we may not get all the things done, but I am going to do my very best and be the most joyful I can possibly be and be the best mom for my kids and the best wife for my husband and the best Catholic for God, all these things. And those were the seasons where I did feel the most fulfilled and the most joyful, even if we didn't have abundance in other ways. And so now in a very different season, being working full time, I can look at this and say, okay, I can focus on the facts, all the, you know, all the stats and the numerical facts of how many hours per week I'm away from my kids and how much I'm paying in childcare and do the math out of my income. And it's a little bit, a little bit sad how much you have to pay in childcare. Like I can look at all these facts and be all woe is me, victim mindset, be really sad that I'm not, you know, witnessing every single moment of my kid's childhood like I would like to, or I can focus on the fact that this is clearly God's plan for me right now, and I know that to be true because I really, really prayed and just surrendered when I was in the season of job hunting, and how this particular job came to be. Was very, very much a God thing. Like, I literally had done so many interviews and even some jobs where I tried a few days of it. And it didn't work out for one way or another. Uh, Things that just, they kind of said it was going to be one thing and then it was another. They were like, oh, we're going to pay you this. And then actually like, oh, we'll pay you that after a year of, you know, commission and just weird stuff like that. I kept running into weird, weird things where I just, it was exhausting. I was like, all right, that's not meant to be. That's not meant to be. That's not meant to be. And then finally, like the last straw was interviewing somewhere where I got the job But I really didn't want the job because it was going to be like insane late night hours where I would never see my kids going to bed and stuff like that. And I just prayed and prayed and said, I need something that's flexible, something where I can always be there when my kids wake up and always be there when they go to sleep. And if something comes up, it's, you know, okay to change my schedule around and it's like flexible with my husband's schedule, blah, blah, blah. I was praying for all these specific things. And then this particular senior living community that I'm at, that I'm a a manager at, Came up on my phone as you know they were hiring and I applied, but I was also like too impatient to wait for a call back because I know what the hiring industry is like these days, which is there's so many people who apply for one single job, and most of them are not even like a relevant candidate because there's just weird. Unemployment levels and people on unemployment apply for jobs um, so that they can collect more unemployment. Anyways, it's this whole thing. So I knew that the chances of the employer seeing my application in a timely manner was just not something that I wanted to take my chances with. So I actually said a prayer and I showed up to that place and I asked to talk to the general manager and I basically just said, "Hi, my name is so and so. Here's my experience. I think I'm a great fit for XYZ. Could you show me around?" And we walked around and then by the next week I was starting the new job. So it was very like God threw it in my lap and even though It is so hard to be leaving my kids and it is so hard to miss out on so many things and it is so hard to get up every morning and have the scramble of getting out the door. All of these things, right? I can focus on all of the parts that I don't like or I can focus on the mere fact that this is God's plan for me right now and I hope this episode hasn't been too like, oh wow, Rosie, your whole life story. It's more or less the things that we get dealt in life when we feel like how can this possibly be meant to be? It's so hard. Well, if you've prayed about it and if you feel that you are in a spirit of holy obedience and of surrender and trust to God's will, then that alone should be sufficient for you to have you know, the grace and the mindset to say, okay, God, you're in control. This is your will for me. Thy will be done, you know, one day at a time. I'm going to keep at this and I'm not going to do it begrudgingly. I'm going to do it in a spirit of holy obedience because truly, dear friends, we have to give everything we do in life our very best. It's just the nature of how God created us is we're not, we're not meant to just do things you know, haphazardly like, all right, I don't want to be doing this, so I'm going to do a bad job at it. No, if it's his will for us and we have the skill set to do it and he's providing the grace to do it, if we ask for it, then we have to do the very best that we can. So that is my take on my current situation in life. It's it's really weird some days because I feel like I'm living two different lives because when I'm at work, you know, everyone's like, wow, you're doing such a great job. You're learning so fast. Like I really do enjoy what I do and I do feel that I'm really good at it and learning it fast. Like it's a great sense of fulfillment and accomplishment. But then when I get home and I look at the time and I'm like, wow, I have two hours with my kids and I used to have the whole day. Like it just, it feels so weird, but I can choose to focus on, you know, the sadness of it all, or I can choose to focus on how grateful I am and how proud I am that God did put something in my life to be able to provide financially. This is, I mean, this is an answer to our prayers. We literally prayed for something like this. It has the flexibility, like it's literally infinitely flexible around whatever schedule we need. So working kind of opposite-ish with my husband's schedule so that we only have like three part-time days of needing a sitter is honestly exactly what we needed. There's just all these different factors where I know it is so meant to be. So anything that you have in life where you feel like how can this be meant to be when is it going to be over you look back on you know your past and you have these feelings of Like resentment for yourself that you weren't more appreciative because that's where I was at. I had a little bit of a season of looking back at my stay at home time, stay at home mom days, and feeling like I wasn't appreciative enough. And now here I am, leaving the kids all the time. It truly, I mean, it can just spiral out of control one way or another. I can spiral with like negative, sad thoughts. And this goes for anything that you have in your life right now, something that you feel. Like, oh man, is this really God's will for me? You can either spiral and view it with all the negativity or you can spiral with abundance and gratitude and just look at all the positive of it and say, you know what? I've prayed and prayed about this. I am surrendering to God's will. This is his plan for me right now and I'm going to give it my very, very best. And I really think that that outlook, that attitude, that mindset shift is it's almost like God is just waiting for that. He's waiting for us to let go and let God and say, yes, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to give the rest to you. And he's waiting for that moment. And it's almost like there's a whole outpouring of more graces that we get simply by having that mindset shift. And I know that the waiting period, waiting for that increase of graces and that increase of understanding, and believing that it really is God's will for you, the waiting period of that, like, God, what is your plan for me right now? I know how that feels. Trust me, I do. It's so weird and dark and confusing. It's like, is this really what's meant to be right now? And you spend so long questioning it that it's almost like it prolongs the period before you actually then have the grace to just say, okay, yes, this is your will for me. So I hope this has been helpful for any situation in your life where you might be questioning if it is God's will for you. Just please know that, you know, anytime you open up scripture, you will find something that is going to be relevant to your situation. I love, love reading. Proverbs is one of my favorites where I just open up and say, oh, wow, like he he knows what he's doing. He's got this. We just got to believe in him. Or anytime you are having any doubts, just take a walk outside and look around at his beautiful, beautiful creation and just, you know, the scripture of considering the lilies of the field. I mean, if he can do all this, then my goodness, what he must have in store for us. So everything is part of his plan. Everything is his divine will. We just have to have that spirit of holy obedience and surrender, and he will continue to bless us. All right, dear friends, thanks for listening, and I hope you'll tune in next time. God bless you.